Good afternoon, Sugar Cube. Good afternoon. <sighs> we are recording on a lovely Sunday. I just realized something. What? This ties into our heartbreak series. What? It is Brady's birthday today, ladies oh and gents. Oh my gents. god. Happy Sag season. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I just looked at your time thing and I was like, oh my god. December 12th? Why does that sound familiar? Tomorrow is Taylor Swift's birthday. Oh, it is. That's crazy. Um, She's going to be like 31 or something, maybe? She was born in 89. 32. So, yeah, 32. Wow. Um, she looks so good. You could argue she looks, not to be mean, but like you could argue now that she's even more beautiful than she was when she was younger. I just, I think that about most women. Like, not to say anything about young women. Um, no, I just think I it's just, normal, you know? I just like how women look when they're, like, age. Yeah. Like, and not that they look like they've aged, but, like... You settle more into yourself. Yeah. Whether it's you settling into yourself in your 20s or in your 30s. I guess that's kind of an unpopular opinion already. Because most people think, like, youth is, like, beautiful. Yeah. Which is kind of a segue. Yeah, that's what, no, that's what I was saying. But it's funny that you mentioned, like, it being Brady's birthday because, like, in between episodes of recording was, like, Clay's birthday. So I thought for sure you were about to say his real name. Oh, no. I got no. scared. It's not like, that far shit. off. Most people figured it out. So, yeah. yeah. But today, we are going to talk about unpopular opinions. At least so, what we think is unpopular. Yeah. And so, like, I made a little list and then Autumn made a list. But we thought also if we wanted, we could look on Reddit, see what Reddit says. That depends on how how long this goes with just ours and the discussions that come. Yeah. We have Reddit on backup. Yeah. Mine are really random. Mine are, like, so scattered brain. I have some pop culture shit, then I have some food shit, then I have... Mine is literally all over the general place. General stuff. Literally all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> you okay. want to go first or do you want me to? I want you to. Okay. This one, I feel like this is a hot take. Like, I don't even think this is an unpopular opinion. I think people are going to get mad. Books are not always better than the movie, like the remake. Mm-hmm. And with that, you're not better than anyone because you read the books. I have been a firm believer in this for ages because I'm sorry, maybe I just wasn't a true dystopian fan, I guess. But like most dystopian books to me were better as movies besides The Hunger Games. Which is kind of another unpopular opinion. I feel like people hype up the Hunger Game movies way more than they should. Yeah, I'm not a huge um, dystopian book or movie watcher. Um, if I genuinely, if I had to pick one, I really like The Maze Runner. Um, that counts, I feel like. I feel like that counts. Yeah. It's oh, been a definitely. while. It's been a while. And maybe I'm just obsessed with Dylan O'Brien, which is valid. But I don't know. I just and like don't get me wrong. There are sometimes where the book is better than the movie. But I hate the ideology that like it's always better. Yeah, you want to know the one book that I will be like, this is way better than the movie. What? To all the boys I loved before. Yeah, you you'll swear that up and down. I haven't read them. It's so good. The book is so good. It's so thorough. And don't get me wrong. Like it makes sense why we love Peter in the movie. But the book just does it flawlessly and really dives into his character more. And then in the second book, I think in the movie, they made Peter such an asshole in the second movie. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the book, it's like, no, like, here's... Yeah. 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 No, (laughs) No, I get what you mean. I don't know that there's any movies slash books where I like read and watched both um like I definitely have just I can't think of any mm-hmm. that come to mind and like it's valid like if you read the book and you prefer the book but it doesn't yeah. not make you better than anyone no and that's just so irritating to me that's like I think that's my big problem with books are better than movies is because it's not always backed up it's just like well they missed this one part 
that might not have been essential to what the director was going for in mm-hmm. the movie version rather than the book. Yeah, I actually, so recently Cross and I watched Looking for Alaska. Okay. And it was, we both went into it not knowing a thing about it. Like, we literally were like, oh, this looks good. Let's watch it. And so I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing. Okay. So good. And now, like, I, I love that show way more than I anticipated. Excuse me. And so it makes me want to read the book, but I'm scared because I usually am that person who prefers the movie or the TV show. What I'll say with that, not with that specific one, um, I actually tried to read Looking for Alaska and I personally could not get into it because I really like John Green, but I could not. That's who wrote that. Yeah. 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 What I will say is the one movie that I'll, or like the one book I will be like so much better than the movie is The Fault in Our Stars. It just, in my opinion, like the movie doesn't even hold a candle. Mm-hmm. But I understand why people like the movie. And maybe I don't like the movie because I don't like Shaylee Woodley's acting. Maybe that just, like, makes it not as enjoyable to me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It was just something felt weird in the movie to me. Here's my thing. So I, okay. This is also why I'm skeptical. Looking for Alaska was written in, like, the adaptation was created by Josh Schwartz. Who did the OC. Okay. And did Gossip Girl. You know how much I love those. Whereas, and so it makes sense that out of all of John Green's adaptations, Mm -hmm. that's the one that I loved the most because Josh had a part in it. I just, I don't like John Green. I think his books are overhyped. And I also think that The Fault in Our Stars both the movie and the book I didn't really care for. No, 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 and I get that. And I will say The Fault in Our Stars is definitely overhyped. And I will say I read it before. It, like, was really... Because, you know, I wouldn't have read it if it was that overhyped. Even back in, like, middle school, I was like that. Mm-hmm. I had read it because I genuinely, like, read the back of the cover and didn't really know anything about it. And it was the first John Green book I read. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the other ones I tried to read... Um, I tried to read An Abundance of Catherines, um, Will Grayson, Will Grayson, um, Looking for Alaska, and I couldn't really get more than halfway through any of them. Um, but I have not, like, tried to watch any of the other adaptations that were based off of, like, John Green, uh, probably because I don't like how they adapted mm-hmm. The Fault in Our Stars. Yeah. But... I, I think you'll enjoy the movie more if you didn't read the book. To yeah, be honest. that's fair. Which I'm like, is that why I like Looking for Alaska so much? Yeah, like if... I didn't read it. Because I think here's the issue. I read The Fault in Our Stars first, and I thought, well, this is kind of overhyped. Like, everyone was like, oh my god, I cried while reading it. And I was like, I didn't feel a thing. And so then when I went to see the movie, I think I just had that kind of bias already where I was like, this is just overhyped. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, I kind of have, like, another book, movie, TV show, like, unpopular opinion. So, okay, maybe not with movies because I like to do this with movies, but I feel like unless something is, like, considered a comfort like show or book you shouldn't like reread or rewatch it like I just feel like I don't know I feel like that's like again kind of a hot take I just like don't find enjoyment reading a book again unless like for some reason it makes me feel comfortable no I agree I just don't understand how people can reread like books like 20 times even if it's their favorite I can understand that, but for me, it's more like a TV show. It's like, are you really going to invest that much time rewatching something that you didn't necessarily care for or, like, love? Yeah. So, all the book lovers are going to come for me, but it's okay. I like books. I love to read. It's just... Yeah, I love books, too, and I love reading, but I feel like sometimes 
it's kind of like Disney. People just make it a personality trait, and I'm like, you're not special because of it. Yeah, and I think especially when it's like a book or a show that's really hyped or something that they're just trying. I feel like this with like the book thing, um, books being better than the movie versions, the adaptations, whatever. People just want to be better than someone else. So, like, if you read the book more than someone, you're better than them. Well, and because I feel like our generation kind of makes it, like, oh, reading is a prestigious thing. And, like, watching movies is lazy. Oh, my God. I'm so different and I'm so quirky because I read. I read John Green. Yeah. Okay, we can move on to one of your unpopular opinions. That's really all I had to say. (laughs) Well, since we're on TV... Okay. I have two. So my first one is about a couple that I think is overhyped now. Okay. (laughs) You're going to say it, aren't you? What am I going to say? You're going to say Zendaya and Tom Holland. No, I was going to say Damon and Elena. Oh, okay, okay. I think Um, they're overhyped. Okay, guys, don't get me wrong. I have shipped them, like, most of the times that I've watched The Vampire Diaries, but this time around, I feel like I'm seeing how problematic their relationship is and how shitty they are together and to the people around them when they are together. And, yeah, they're just overhyped to me. Well, okay, I I haven't seen it all the way through, obviously, but, so I agree and disagree. I don't know. I feel like The Vampire Diaries is one of those shows that people tend to rewatch. Once you watch it once, you do tend to oh, rewatch yeah. it. It's a comfort show for me. So because of that, I like that aspect because you don't notice it the first time you watch through. You're just like, yes. oh my god, they're build up, like everything. And yeah, then that's... the more you rewatch it, the more you pick up on it. And I think that's a really good writing. Oh, I agree. And especially like after finishing it, now this time around watching it, it's funny because my initial watch, I was like, oh my god, the Damon and Elena build up. But now I'm like, oh my god, the the Stefan and Elena, like, uh, drama and tension and whatever, because you know I love tragedy. You do. (laughs) Yeah. But I just, that is a good thing, though, like, rewatching shows. It does help you gain a new perspective or pick up on things where you're like, damn, I never noticed that. Same with, like, Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, watching those or watching Twilight. Rewatching any series, you really pick up on things where you're like, oh my god, didn't yeah. notice that. That's what I'm saying. Unless it's a comfort, don't rewatch it. But yeah. how many times have I rewatched the Harry Potter movies? No, literally. A lot. <laughs> okay, so Cross and I rewatched them, as you know. And yesterday I was like, we were playing Mario Party and they had like one of the characters come up on a broomstick. And I, oh, yeah, I yeah. go, I want to watch Harry Potter. And Cross goes, we just rewatched it. I'm like, I don't care. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's the right thing to do. No, that ass my last final is due tomorrow. I might be rewatching that on, like, HBO. <laughs> like, You're while right. I'm at work. Because like, I work 8 to 5 on Tuesday and Thursday. Well, and here's the thing. We need, you gotta rewatch all of them before January 1st, because that's when the reunion comes out. Yeah, you're so right. So it's the time. I need to tell Cross, we're gonna do this. Yeah. The boys don't have a choice. They don't. (laughs) What I want is what goes. Yes. Also, I'm cracking open my caffeine, because, yes. I have caffeine. It's just like a little Mio thing that has caffeine in it. Mm. Oh my god, can you hear the fizz mm-hmm. in the mic? Oh my god, I love that. Um, no, because um, we are leave- I'll be going home in like a week or so. Yeah. So I'm trying not to have to go grocery shopping because um, I'm about to miss a whole paycheck for being gone for like two weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mood. I figured out my going home schedule, by the way, so we could... We we should talk about that later. Um, Um, 
But... You had another movie, TV show, Unpopular Opinion. Yes, I have two. But I'm going to save one of them for... Later. Later. Okay. But The Office is overrated. As someone who has watched almost the entirety... By the way, I say almost the entirety because the last season is absolute trash. Because Michael is gone. And I don't even like Steve Carell like that. But me and Jalen watch it because we have difficulties agreeing on shows. And The Office is some, just something that's easy to turn on. And what I will say is I do enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a neutral. Yeah. I, I also, I enjoy a good sitcom. You know, I'm much more of a sitcom person than a drama person. But aside from the Jim and Pam relationship and then Dwight just being hilarious, the show's trash. I was so scared. Here's the thing. I will say it's just not my humor. So that's no, probably agreed. why I don't enjoy it. Um, but honestly, I kind of think this goes for a lot of shows, specifically sitcoms that are so hyped up. A lot of them, I think, are overhyped. But I think it has to do with me. I think that because sitcoms are so easy to watch, more people watch them than watch drama shows. Mm -hmm. So that then those just become people's favorites and they just, like, want to be, like, vocal and have, like, a favorite, which is fine. Um, See, I have a favorite sitcom, but it's not popular. Yeah. But is it a sitcom or is it a sitcom drama? It's a sitcom. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Melissa and Joey. Oh. I loved all of the sitcoms on ABC Family when I was younger. Um, what is it called? The one... I haven't watched all of this. Baby Daddy? No, I knew you were going to say that, though. Young and Hungry? <laughs> Sorry. That's the one with Emily Osment, yeah. right? Yeah. Young and Hungry is really good from what I've it's seen so of it. so good. I want to rewatch it. And it has a character from She's the Man in it, which makes it ten times The guy? Better. Yeah, he was... Come on, Paul. Yeah, come on, Paul. Her best friend who, like, does her up okay. and makes her the man. Oh, yeah. No, there's just such a big, like, difference yeah, in how they look. very different. Yeah. Or not, like, very different. He just looks older. Yeah. No, that's so. fair. I will say... Okay, also, though, I hated it when ABC switched to Freeform. Like, I that makes too. no sense. Okay. And here's the thing. I was a hoe for ABC Family. I, Me and my mom watched almost every show, or we would at least give it a chance. Fair. But since it became freeform, I don't really care for it that much. Um, good Trouble is pretty good, but that's like a spinoff of The Fosters. I haven't watched all of it, but I watched like half of season one, and it was really good. I didn't quit watching it because it was bad. I quit watching it because we didn't have cable anymore. Um, but Cross and I started a show called Cruel Summer that's on Freeform. We started it yesterday. Oh my god, I know what show you're talking about, but I can't pinpoint what it is. If you know who Olivia Holt is. Yes, it's the crime show. I want to watch it so badly. It's surprisingly really good. No, I've only heard good things about it. Well, and we, okay, so we watched Looking for Alaska, then we watched another show called Arcane, both of these shows were highly rated on Rotten Tomatoes, and Cross and I went into both of them not knowing anything, and we loved both of them. So then I was like, we could try Cruel Summer because I saw that it had a 92 on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Not that I necessarily trust them all the time, but I was like, so it must be good. It's so good. What I want to say about ABC Family slash Freeform is that everything was really good when it was ABC Family, and now that it's Freeform, only some of the things are good because they are just trying too hard to cater to a young audience. And, like, the quality of the equipment they use is just so high def that it looks shitty, if that makes any sense. No, I get what you mean. Um, And while we're kind of talking, because we briefly mentioned, like, spinoffs, stop i do not care about a spinoff series and they need to stop making more than like five or six seasons of a show even that to me is kind of pushing it i like series that are meant to be short 
like three or four seasons because you don't they don't sell out and it follows what they like had originally planned and that's I think that's why I like UK television more because mm-hmm. their shows aren't typically two or three seasons and the pretty short seasons, but, like, they get to the point, and I like that. Yeah. And so, like, okay, The O.C. is my favorite, and it's four seasons. Another show I love is Dance Academy. Oh, love three Dance Academy. Seasons. And those shows, I think another reason why I love them so much is because, one, the writers knew when to stop, and, two, they're so, like, they're a shorter amount of seasons so it's easier to rewatch and get through yeah I just feel like for people like me who kind of have a hard time committing to a series when you see a shorter series it seems easier because once I start watching a show and I get attached to the characters I'm going to want to continue to watch it Mm -hmm. but just when they start selling out the quality of the writing and like just like the characters goes down and the worst thing is when they take a really good character and like lose that like goodness or a couple and they just yeah. make them go through shit for, for no reason it. i will say one show so gossip girl the original is six seasons and that's one of those shows where i actually think the later half is better yeah that can happen sometimes i'm just saying a majority of the time I, I know. Think I was stop. just saying more like an unpopular opinion. No, then that's completely fair. But like, um, One Tree Hill, that's nine seasons, and it literally could have stopped at four and been perfect. Yeah. Or I, even six. Like, I six feel is a like, max. I feel like I like normally like seasons like two and three of shows Same. because They're after golden. season one the the characters are developed the build ups there and we can get into like the yes. juicy stuff. Yes, and okay. So typically, same with me. Love seasons two and three, and then I always have a soft spot for season one. Yeah, like the Vampire Diaries. The amount of serotonin I get from watching season one. Same with Gilmore Girls, or um. The OC, like, perfect. But then seasons two and three are just drama. You don't have to really, like, set the tone or anything. Because yeah. it's already set. The writers know how to write to the characters. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then the acting is just better because they're more into the character. Because I feel like anytime you watch the pilot episode of a show, it kind of feels awkward because they haven't fully adjusted to their characters, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And a lot of times, too, the writers will start writing to the actors and actresses rather Mm -hmm. than writing specifically to the characters. Like, they'll be inspired, which makes it just so good. Yeah. Chef kiss. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you have any other movie TV show stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, this is more like a celebrity. Oh, yeah, let's do that just because it's kind of relevant. You're going to be mad. Okay. <laughs> I think I've talked to you about this, though, before a little bit. Okay. But since everyone's talking about Spider-Man. Okay. I unpopular opinion tom holland isn't as attractive as everyone makes him out to be uh okay so i think i'm gonna have a different reaction than you think i think tom holland is gorgeous and i find him very attractive but i think that's just me and i don't think he's like um the hottest person in the world. I don't think he's hot. I think he's cute. And I'm very cute. I'm very personally attracted to I him. I think he's cute and I think his personality is cute, but everyone's like, oh my God, he's so high, he's so blah blah blah. See, it's his personality like, that makes me feel so strongly about him, if that makes sense. Because I that know That makes sense because you know me and Timmy. Yeah. Who did you see that Tom Holland says he wants <laughs> Timmy? To play Harry? Yeah. Yeah. I would die. Think about me. Can you imagine? Okay, me seeing Harry at the end of Eternals, that was one thing. But can Autumn, can you imagine if I went into a Marvel movie not knowing and then Harry, or Timmy's in the end credit? You'd die. Also, there's no way they'd be able to keep that a secret. I think Cross would die. 
He would be scared shitless. He'd be like, fuck. Damn. No, the boys the boys really thought the last like Marvel universe was bad for them. <laughs> it's like surprise. Okay, okay. I actually have a couple unpopular Marvel opinions. <gasps> Let's talk. I have okay. one too. First of all, Ooh, I have one. The shows are better than the movies. Agreed. The shows are just better because they can get really in- and the quality is better. Mm-hmm. And I, ugh, okay, yes. the character development. <sighs> I, uh, unpopular opinion. Not that I'm saying okay. All of the Marvel shows are great, like all of them. But unpopular opinion because I feel like people typically like Loki the best. Personally, I like WandaVision and Hawkeye the best. Okay, we haven't watched Hawkeye yet, so I can't speak on that. We're waiting for everything to come out so we can just binge it together mm-hmm. in, like, a day. Yeah, I won't say much about it. I will say Loki's my favorite. Which makes sense that no, Loki's your favorite. You like period Wanda. pieces, so of course you like WandaVision because yeah. it's, like, kind of based. But- and just, like, how they started out as a sitcom and then it's, like, it develops more and you... And Darcy. What I will say is as much as I love Loki, I'm very excited about, um, what's her name? Agatha's show. (gasps) And I know what I just said about spinoffs. I know what I just said. Marvel's different. different. Marvel is different because it's a universe. Yeah. Okay. So everyone, I know I'm a hypocrite. Everyone's a hypocrite. If you say you're not, you're a hypocrite. Um, Facts. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. What was my other one? I know I had two. Oh, this is about the new Spider-Man, which I'll be, what is it? It comes out on like Tuesday or something. I'll be going to the, like the, on this premiere Doesn't day. Doesn't it come out Thursday? It's Tuesday or Thursday. I thought it was Thursday or Friday. It's the 17th. I have no idea, but we have tickets for the first day. That's all I know. The be- 17th is Friday. Because Jalen and I refuse to let it be spoiled to us online. Okay. But this is what I have to say. Well. I do not care if Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are in the new one. I don't I'm care. I don't offended. care. I, no, I'm mad because everyone is, like, I just feel bad because Andrew Garfield is doing so many good things and, like, no one wants to talk to him about any of those new things he has coming out just because of Spider-Man. They're just attacking him and, like. I think he's the cutest of the Peters, to be honest. I don't think he fits Peter Parker at all. No, but he's such a good Spider-Man. I don't think he is. I think he is. I think. Tom is the best Peter, Andrew's the best Spider-Man, and Toby's the best movies. But that's my opinion. You know how I feel about those, because I have nostalgia attached to them. Yeah. I grew up with him as my Peter Parker. Like, I just, I don't really like them. Like, okay. What I'll say is it's been a really long time since I watched The Amazing Spider-Mans, but me and Jalen have been trying to decide if we want to rewatch them. And just every time we go to watch the trailer to figure out where I'll just, like, I'd rather just go watch the Toby ones again. Um, what I'll say is I'd rather rewatch the Toby movies than even the Tom Holland ones. Just because I'm like, it's too Marvel cinematic for me. And I like the independent Spider-Man movies. And I just feel like the Toby ones are so exciting like the i just think they're so cringy that they're hilarious okay to me the (laughs) first one is cringy but like the second and third one i think they they're so good and like exciting and the music is great like i love them but what i was gonna say too is i think the one thing don't get me wrong the andrew ones are my least favorite but i think the one thing that those movies do better than the other two is the love story. That's fair because I think the Tobey Maguire movies do a horrible job with the love story. The Tobey ones, I hate them together. And then oh, the yeah. Tom ones, I think they're just rushing it. They didn't develop... Okay, don't get me wrong. I understand there's time that passes between the first Tom movie and the second one. Mm-hmm. But it just felt so weird how in the second one he's instantly like, I want to take MJ out. And we're like, okay. 
Yeah. No, I get that. Um, Ooh. What? But speaking of that, so you know, okay. So a lot of people are complaining that they think that the Andrew and Toby thing is overshadowing Tom, which I understand. But what I think is overshadowing Tom's movies is this whole Tom and Zendaya. And I love them together, don't get me wrong, but I think people are hyping up their relationships so much that it's taking away from the actual movie. See, I feel like the content I see, they're independent. Mm-hmm. Um... When people talk about the movie, I see more about the other Spider-Men than, like, when they're talking about the movie, they talk about Tom and Zendaya. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't personally agree with that one, but, like, I get what you mean. Um, also, I think a lot of the people who are talking about Tom and Zendaya are not necessarily Marvel fans. I just think they're people who like Tom Holland and Zendaya. Or like the movies, but not specifically because of Marvel. Yeah, because I feel like the people who are more involved in the Marvel Universe are the ones that are like, Toby and um, Andrew, like, oh my god, like, that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, but also, so I'm seeing the movie Saturday. Okay. So once Saturday passes, if you want to be like, OMG, and text me, you can. Yeah, I won't. Just warning you. Yeah, no, I won't say anything before that. I wouldn't okay, do that too. Cool. I didn't think you would, but I'm like, I'm, I'm so excited because you always beat me, even if it's only by like an hour or two. You always, you and Cross always beat me and Jalen. We do. And I get so mad because you never even tell me. <laughs> I know. I just show up and I'm like, yeah, we went and saw this. And you're like, what? Yeah. Okay. I have another Marvel opinion. I could go on with these, not gonna lie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Black Widow. Is the best character. Yeah. Is that unpopular? People, yes. People hate her. And also... She is the another, Marvel Universe. No, another opinion, Black Widow deserved more hype. The movie? Oh, it was so good. Why does everyone hate it? No, I swear. People hate women. People are so sexist. And here's the thing. Okay. You and I both do not like Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not just, like, us trying to be, like, women empowerment. Like, Black Widow so... No, Captain Marvel movie. was horrible. It was bad. But Black Gosh. Widow was immaculate. No comments. Like, no okay. edits. Like I didn't... Okay, when I went into the Marvel Universe and started watching them for the first time, I didn't realize... Like, I thought my I would come out of them being, like, Peter is my favorite. Or... Captain America's my favorite. Nope. I came out like, Black Widow is my bitch. I love her. She I was fight great. to the end of the world for her. She just, okay. She just has the best character development, in my opinion. I feel like a lot of other people, like, a lot of people did, like, characters did get really good development. But I feel like she just has the best. And the Black Widow movie shows that. We see where she comes from, and we see where she ended in Endgame. So, it's just, like... Her backstory. Oh, it's so good. Immaculate. So good. I'll never forgive people for not liking that movie. Because I had... Like, I was going in with an open mind. Because if I don't do that with movies, I'll just be like, this isn't good. Like, blah, blah, blah. But I already heard a lot of bad stuff about Black Widow by the time I got to see it. And then I saw that me and Jalen, we both had the same thoughts going in. Like, we were like, mm, this might not be that good. And then we were like, 10 minutes in, we're like, oh, my God. Like The beginning with the music and the tapes and everything. It was so good. So good. And, oh, my God. This isn't a spoiler, but literally every time on Hawkeye, they even reference her, I damn near shit myself. I'm happy that you like Hawkeye, because I was kind of worried that it was going to be corny, with it being like a Christmas or a holiday. It's the perfect Marvel show for me, because it encaptures so much humor, but also action, and you really feel for the characters because I'm not necessarily a big Clint fan see I was about to say that because I feel like so many people aren't but I love Clint I wasn't necessarily a big fan of him but now I'm just like oh my god I this is my father the father I never had I just think I always had a soft spot for Clint and um 
Natasha. I just love them. I remember when I first saw them together thinking they were together, like, as a couple. Black Widow could have easily dated anyone, is the funniest part. No, (laughs) I will stand by the fact that her and Steve should have had at least something. No, her and Bruce made so... No, 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 no. Her and Bruce were literally... Like thrown in our face. No, you're wrong. Her and Natasha. Chris Evans no, sexual I, I will not let you take not only Bruce and Natasha, but also what was her fucking name, Peggy and Steve, away from me. I refuse to let you Fuck do that. Peggy, she's so boring. What? You're a monster. No, Guys, Bruce and Natasha. No, no, ha- is no. Fight. <laughs> Oh, no, Roger. you are so wrong. You are so wrong. Bruce and Natasha literally give me life, and I love everything no. about okay, them. Okay, I remember before I had finished watching all of the movies, you were like, I have opinions on ships. And I remember thinking that we were going to think the same thing. And then when I was like, Steve and Natasha, and you were like, no, I Bruce. I don't, I don't really like Captain America. Like, until after Civil War, I don't really like him. I don't... Okay, Steve pisses me off, but I think also he's toxic, so I love him. And I love him. I just think the Captain America movies are so good. No. No, I agree. The Captain America movies are so much better than the other ones. Sebastian. Love that man. Love him. I love throwing it in Cross's face. Anytime he's like getting mad at me for talking about a guy being attractive i can just be like i picked you over sebastian stan in my dream i've done that with tom holland so no Jalen will literally fall and have dreams i cheat on him and i was like i had a dream where tom holland only wanted me and i picked you no this morning like i okay this morning i told cross i was like last night i had a dream about tom holland it wasn't anything bad it wasn't even me cheating tom holland was just in it and cross is like what should i get your mom for christmas (laughs) and i was like and then he goes i'm gonna ignore the fact that you said that you had a dream about tom holland he gets so offended it's so funny um, no, Jalen will just, like, be angry with me some mornings. I was like, did you have another dream I cheated on you? I was like, I don't, no, here's the thing. If someone ever said either of us cheated on each other, I'd be like, straight up, you're lying. Neither of us have time, because we're literally always together. <laughs> and two, there's no way I went through all of our hardships in the beginning to get to where we are now just to throw it away. Because mm-hmm. the second someone cheats, that is the end of the relationship. Yep. There's no turning back. That's the one. And like, thing how I can you stay by. with? How can you stay with someone after having cheated on them? Like, I know that's a different type of like cruel, and horrible. And you're always gonna resent them. Yeah, and you're always gonna be afraid they find out. Like, it would eat you alive. You did something shitty to them. Like, oh my god. I know because it's also like okay. Say you're the person that did the cheating, but you like regret it and it was a mistake whatever like imagine have like living with yourself every day knowing that you hurt someone you love like yeah that. oh no I okay I kind of disagree with the last thing you said I truly believe that if you cheat on someone you don't love them and like here's the thing like I agree no I agree I just, it wouldn't come to that, like, even if you were going through really hard times. Like, okay, so me and Jalen had broken up for a few months, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, we each went on, like, maybe one, yeah, we each went on, like, one date with other people. And we're like, we don't really like them. And not that this matters, because we weren't together, but neither of us, like, really did anything with other people because it felt wrong. And, like, it felt like it would have. And, like, here's the thing. And I told Jalen this once we were talking again and thinking about getting back together. I was, like, I could not have lived with myself if there was a chance that we could get back together. And I had done something to prevent that from happening. Because I knew that there was a certain line that I would have crossed that he would not have forgiven me for. Or it would have been hard for him to. Mm-hmm. And I was just, like, if he had done something like what I was thinking in my head with someone else, I can only imagine how hurt I would have been. 
because we didn't break up because like we didn't love each other that wasn't it it was just some shit I had to get sorted out so it's just like I and like there was no reason that either of us had to be loyal to each other because we were not together it was not a break it was a breakup so you can't convince me that I can do that being who I am and like having like no loyalties and I don't typically get back together with exes that if you're in a committed relationship with someone and you love them you can cheat on no you can't Mm -hmm. and it's not like oh they kissed me like did you let them like why did they think they could kiss you like Mm -hmm. I don't know it's a whole thing yeah no I get that Sorry, that was a whole rant. It just makes me so mad. No, I because, get that. Because, you know what, and I, people cheat. You can work past that and you can not cheat in next relationships. But you, I just don't think anyone who has cheated can claim that they love the person. No, and that's just, I'm like, sorry, that's not the relationship I would want for myself, but go yeah. off. Okay, I have something to say while we're talking about relationships. I feel like I might have mentioned this on the podcast before. I don't think that marriage should be the goal of a relationship. I think the goal of a relationship should be to be happy and share your happiness with each other. Not necessarily make each other happy, but have happiness and share that with one another, whether that's just for now or it is forever. Because I think if you make your goal marriage, what about after? Mm-hmm. like it just like makes it seem like you to love someone and to be in a full like fulfilled relationship you have to be married and I just don't yeah believe that well and also because then it puts on this pressure that you have to get married at a certain point and then you might rush into it when you're not stable like financially or yeah. whatever and then it adds on those pressures of oh if we're married then that means we have to have kids and it's, I think it's our, like, our generation is coming more kind of around this idea where we can get married when we want to. Whether yeah. some people do it at 19 because they want to. Some people do it at 29 because that's what's right. It's not later. And so it's not expected that, like, oh, you graduate college, he proposes, you have a child... Yeah. I think luckily our generation is more about loving the person. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um also, this is another relationship thing. And I know we just talked about cheating, so I feel like people I need to like very clearly say what I'm about to say. So like people can understand. Not me being like, oh my god, what is this? But, but I so strongly believe that polyamorous relationships are just as valid as monogamous relationships mm-hmm. because it does not matter if you are romantically involved with multiple people as long as all parties are aware and you're being honest mm-hmm. and you are showing your whatever agreed upon commitment to each partner you have. And... To add in with that, I agree. Just because you can't see yourself in a polyamorous relationship does not mean that other people cannot invest in that or have success and love with that. Because some people do so much better with that. And I'm not saying that I would do that. Mm -hmm. If it's something a partner of mine wanted, it would definitely be a conversation. But... Okay, cheating is not a polyamorous relationship. No. Polyamorous relationship is discussed amongst all partners. It's established. There's consent. Yes. That's the key word, consent. Mm -hmm. So I hate when people act like a certain way. And I I hate when people are like don't want to educate themselves just so they can keep these like ignorant opinions. Yeah. And And it's okay to not want a polyamorous relationship. If you want a monogamous relationship, that's valid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm a monogamous girl, but, like, if you want to be in a polyamorous relationship, then go for it. Yeah, how does that affect you? You're right. And I just want to say that I'm proud of our generation and 
because we're finally getting representation on television of a polyamorous relationship. There's probably been other ones too, but this is just the one that I've seen on the new HBO Gossip Girl. There's a poly relationship and Uh it's flawless and they're so cute. And don't get me wrong, they have their issues, but like... Oh, relationships do. Well, I think the point of it is to show people like who question poly relationships like they're kind of covering it like one of the guys was like I don't know like I don't want to be your back up or whatever and then they're like no like this is all of us you know so yeah so it's like a like a throuple yeah okay presentation yeah love it um I have a relationship okay okay which I think you'll agree okay I think that all couples should live together before getting married. Yes. I don't think you should get married if you haven't lived together for like a year or two. No. I think you need to live together for at least a year. It No, because you know how many people, like not even married couples, but you know how many people I've known that have moved in together and within, within a month of their lease they broke up? It's so telling. Yeah, it is. It's just, like, I feel like you need that to, you need that foundation because it really, it's kind of, like, how people will be, like, don't room with your best friend in college. Like, when you live with someone, there will be things that come up that you didn't anticipate originally because you didn't live together, and... So, I think you just need to have that establishment of, oh, we've, we live together, we know how each other, like, gets ready if one person keeps their room messy or whatever, like, you just learn more. Yeah, and I just feel like you grow so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, and, like, okay, so, if you're a listener, you probably know, like, Autumn and I... With our boyfriends, we pretty much kind of live with them in a way. Mm-hmm. Not officially, but kind of, because we're always at one... One or, house or the other. One house or the other. We almost never sleep apart from them. Yeah. And so, like, even through that, Cross has learned, oh, Lacey likes to put her dishes away after she washes them. Lacey uh, likes to make her bed every morning, like... Lacey has to shut the shower curtain after she showers. Like, there's so many different little things that he's learned. And so now he, like, picks up on them because I've noticed, like, at his house, he'll do things that he's picked up on from me. Mm -hmm. And it's the same. Like, okay, this is so small. But he always has to push his toothpaste down to where it's not like weirdly creased he has to have it in like a perfect like all of the paste at the like towards the tip of the thing so no squeezing the middle yeah i agree with that a thousand percent i hate when people don't do that okay my mom always hated that growing up and would be like lacy why don't you do like why do you push it from the middle and i would be like "Eh, whatever but now that i have pretty much lived with him it's something that I do now where I'm like, I have to squeeze it. I, I can't do it from the middle. Yeah. Me and Jalen have had to have like conversations about that because of how much it irritates me. And I don't know why, but it's just like, it's so irritating when you do get to the end of you squeeze it to the middle because then it's impossible to get stuff out. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just easier if you just keep up with it. Yeah. Agreed. So. And it's just satisfying. Yeah. And I. I just think, like, while this, all those small things we were talking, like, you were talking about seems small, like, if you guys live so differently, it's just hard to live with each other. And it's, like, those small things are the one thing where it's, like, say you're having a rough morning or a rough day or whatever, and he didn't dry off his dish, that would be the thing that would just pull me over the edge. It would break me. <laughs> I would literally just bawl, and he would be, like... What's wrong? And then I would have to be like, you didn't dry your dish. When in reality, it's like so many other things. Yeah. It was just the last straw. Literally, me every day. 
Like, it's the one. It's my 13th reason. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. This is kind of a small one. Um. You can take this about relationship. You can take this about literally communicating with anyone. Texting is superior to Snapchat. Yeah, I hate Snapchat. Like, I use it. I do, too. But I would prefer texting. And I wish more people preferred texting. Like. Yeah. It's just as irritating. No, I agree. And I'm not even a big texter, but I... I would Snapchat rather. Snapchat to me is just like childish communication. Yeah, I strongly like if one of my girlfriends are like, "Oh, I'm talking to this guy," and I see that they're talking on Snapchat, I de- I immediately think less. Of it. I know that sounds so bad, but I just feel like people who are serious about one another they text. Yeah, and I could like when Cross and I started talking, it was through Snapchat because we were just friends. Yeah, and then once he started texting me, I was like, oh. Okay. Transition. If it's you want like, to get out of the friend zone, that's when start I was texting. like starting to be like, wait, wait, does he like me? <laughs> I just feel like Snapchat is the place where people hide things, or like, it's just it seems so high school and middle school. Yeah, Maybe I don't know. I just think that because I had it in middle school, but yeah i don't know i think snapchat can be fun but i use it i would use it in the same way i use like other social media like i do what it's not my primary communication with anyone yeah speaking of snapchat though i have another opinion okay i don't think social media is as bad as people make it out to be i think it's just a personal issue i kind of have like kind of strong feelings because i just wrote an 11 page research paper on social media and mental health. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because I did that too this semester. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. I did. We have not even talked like about schoolwork because we don't have any classes together. Yeah. That's so funny. Well, and okay, here's my thing. I can understand how it can affect you, but I think a lot of it is you really just have to hold yourself accountable to what you're looking at yeah my whole paper um basically what i was arguing because it was an argumentative paper um but it was a lot of research don't get me wrong um my whole thing was but like media researchers those who create content creators for the media and users all need to become more educated on the effects of social media Mm -hmm. and the effects of the language they either use in their content or the content they're reading Mm -hmm. and they need to be able to understand all that's involved in that i promise the paper sounds so much better yeah (laughs) um y'all my brain is so fried from finishing that paper i feel you because it was yeah but like so i agree yeah i just my big thing is i think of all of the great things that social media has done for Mm -hmm. me and also we know i I love social media. Like, I plan to work in this, like, yeah, in media, like, so. I'm hoping to do something with media, so it's one of those platforms I can appreciate, because it has so much value. And don't get me wrong, it definitely has downfalls, but again, I think that you really just, it's about self-control and accountability, understanding what triggers you. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, I know, like, in my eating disorder, I had accounts that I would follow that would trigger me and over time luckily I was like should unfollow this because this person is constantly saying oh and iced coffee for breakfast and it's like shut the fuck up that's a trigger do you remember how like my final presentation in our first year seminar class was basically like yeah just like unfollow social media accounts that don't make you happy that was essentially yeah. my whole presentation. Yeah. I was like, it put me in unhealthy mental space when I followed these people, so I unfollowed them. Yeah, and that's, like, all you have to do. You can unfollow people. You don't even have to block them. And you can do it quietly. Like, here's the thing. Even with people that you know personally, most of the time they're not going to even know when you unfollow them. I don't think it's a big deal when you unfollow people. No. I don't understand like, why it's a big deal. Yeah, I agree. Oh, do you like me less now that I unfollowed you? Like, do you care about your follower count that much? Well, Which... and with the way that Instagram is set up now, 
a lot of the times I'm not seeing people that I actually really care about on my feed. So it's like I need to unfollow accounts that way I can see these like other people that I care about more. Yeah. See, I think for me, I use Instagram in a completely different way. Like, yes, I follow people I care about and I'll make sure to like and comment on their content. Mm -hmm. But I use Instagram for more like... Not celebrities. I'm not really a huge celebrity follower on really any social media. If I would, it'd probably be Twitter, but I don't really get on Twitter like that anymore. Um, but I like to follow, like, some bachelor people. Influencers. And I, yeah, like, more influencers Me and, too. like, fashion stuff. Yeah. Like, I like, like following, brands. like, podcast people I listen to. Um, like, especially influencers, too, because literally yesterday... So, I ripped my favorite pair of jeans last week, which is devastating because they were perfect. And yesterday, one of my favorite influencers, Megan Rinks, she has a podcast, it's great, but she posted a picture and she linked a pair of jeans that she was wearing. And I'm like, wait, those are so cute. I want a pair. She has a similar body type to me, Mm -hmm. so it was like, I could kind of get an idea of how they look, like... There's benefits. <laughs> yeah. And I think a big part of it is knowing who you should and should not follow, like, for your own mental mm-hmm. headspace. Um, because I will say Instagram is probably one of the worst places if you are struggling with a lot of, like, body image mm-hmm. issues because of the whole, like, Instagram model thing. But I just don't really feel like I follow anyone like that anymore. And, like, the people I do follow that might fall into that, like, category, it's, like, I'm following them because of their personality, so it's not, like, that's not something I pay attention to, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I know for me, like, I have so many body issues, and I do follow a lot of girls who have, like, certain figures, like, differing figures, but, like, factors that I'm, like, oh, I wish I had that, but it's, like... None of them bother me enough to where I yeah. would be like, I need to unfollow them because I'm triggered. And I think... So it's all, like, personal, really. And I really do think, like, for both of us, because I'm kind of... I feel that way about, like, some of the girls I follow. It does show, like, some sort of healing that we've done over time. Mm-hmm. That is so important to really think about. Mm-hmm. Um... And again, like we were talking about earlier, it's about being like mindful with what content you're viewing and how you're using social media. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. That was creepy. Yeah. We said it in the same tone and everything. Reminds me of the video where we're like, hi. <laughs> hi. That was so cute. Okay. Um, I don't really have much else. So do you have anything you want to like end off with? Any no all my other ones are kind of like small like eh. i'll leave this one because i think this this is true um i don't know this unpopular but i so strongly believe that there is such thing as a stupid question agreed and that's all i have to say no explanation period that is just it and for (laughs) all of you who think no like no question is stupid you're asking it you all know everyone listening to this knows that there has been a time in your life where someone has asked a question and you thought in your head really why would you ask that like if something is common sense and you ask a question about it I have no pain boils no okay no I'm genuinely getting why is this one making me the most angry (laughs) Or it's, like, when you literally say something and right after someone asks you oh my God, Jalen was, what you just said. Jalen said that there was this kid in his class, and every time the teacher would explain something, literally, like, a minute later, he'd ask him to basically re-explain the whole thing. And that makes me fume. <laughs> or the people in class who need to clarify everything. Yeah. And it's, like, bro, just listen the first fucking time. Yeah. Literally, no, I'm heated. I'm so mad. Now I'm sweating. I know so I'm fine. literally. Now I'm like, okay. shit. Okay, now that we're heated. Yeah. 
We should probably end it off. Yeah. Before we say something aggressive. God damn. <laughs> okay. Well, happy Monday, you guys. <laughs> happy Monday. Have a great week. Yeah, if you are in college, wow. good luck on finals. We really picked a kind of negative topic to start the week with. But you know what? I love hearing people's unpopular opinions. Yeah, so um, I want to hear some of your guys's. Leave them in the reviews on Apple. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, you guys. Bye.